0: Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this episode, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join and receive mail from my desk or from my Disneyland trips. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast and the e-ticket patrons Tania, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Monica Vega, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. C-Ticket patrons series inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coate, Brian Crawford, Ben and Noel Bruning, Patty Wolin, Angela Reynolds, and Aaron Moran. B-Ticket patrons Jeff and Paige Orton, and Joshua and Exorable Tosh Bell. And the eight-ticket patrons: Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, the Disney Rewind Podcast, Angel Neblac, and the All Aboard Podcast. You can also sign up for my new newsletter for a chance to get some postcards delivered by the USPS to your mailbox. I am your host, your post host, Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the Mark Twain, passing by the Golden Horseshoe and coming up on the old gazebo that used to be on the Rivers of America. If you look closely, you can see one of the old stagecoaches getting ready to go around nature's wonderland. On the back it reads, Frontierland. Goodbyes have been said, and the Mark Twain pulls away from the little Frontierland town in Disneyland to take passengers on a nostalgic ride down the Rivers of America. It's not postmarked or stamped. But based on the age of the card, being a plastic chrome card or a P-card, and the information on this card, let's assume that they visited the park on Thursday, December twenty-fifth, 1958, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. The weather was a high of 67 and a low of 44. Park attendance that day was 11,337. It's not addressed, but was likely sent in an envelope or hand-delivered. It reads, This is a man-made river winding through the jungles of alligators, snakes, and wild animals. This boat must have been built here, as there is no other way of getting it here. They also have a pilgrim ship, like the early settlers came in. All very beautiful. Now that it is well past Christmas, I thought it would be fun to go over some of the books I received to add to my Disney library. Every year there are more and more books published on the subject of Walt Disney, Disneyland, The Disney Company, and other adjacent Disney properties. Some of these books were on my to-be-read list. And some I'll use for quick reference or confirming something I've read somewhere else. One of the first books I received was a book entitled Awesome Facts for Disney Fans The Unofficial Collection. Sometimes I enjoy books like this to read through to see if there are any facts I did not know before reading the book. A few others in my collection include Secrets of Disneyland, Little Known Facts About Well Known Places, Disneyland, and 101 Things You Never Knew About Disneyland. Occasionally, I'll find some interesting trivia or tidbits in these books this book of awesome facts is more general about the Disney company. I do get a little nervous with some of the books when the trivia seems like something I assume most people know. On the back cover of this book, the first bit of trivia states that the original voice of Mickey Mouse was Walt Disney. I know most Disney fans know this, and I assume it might be common knowledge. We'll see how often this book comes in handy for future episodes. The next book I received is titled The Unofficial Disneyland 1955 Companion, The Anecdotal Story of the Birth of the Happiest Place on Earth. It was written by Jim Corcus, with a foreword by Bill Sully-Sullivan, and an afterword by Bob Gurr. I'm always excited to have another Jim Corcus book to add to my collection. One of my favorite books of his is a book titled Secret Stories of Extinct Disneyland, which is a great reference for attractions that have been closed for many years. Another book of his that I reference is Disneyland Historical Highlights 1954-1972. to This is another great year-by-year reference of things that happened in Disneyland, including candlelight procession narrators, information about attendance, employment, and highlights of what was added to the park during its first 17 years. Unfortunately, we lost Jim Corcus last year, but his devotion and love of Disney history is evident in his research and writings. His books will continue to be a great source of information for Disney history enthusiasts. Great news, Enfield Post is back up on Etsy. Grabbing some vintage stamps is a great way to plus your mail whether you're trying to match the color of your postcard or envelope or adding a theme stamp to the back of your mail. Be sure to check out Enfield Post. You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has Pluto standing in front of the Matterhorn. Above and below him reads, Pluto at Disneyland. On the back it reads, have you seen Mickey? Pluto lopes about in search of his lifelong companions, Mickey Mouse and Goofy. Here is a truly hilarious trio for guests to meet in Disneyland, home of Walt Disney's most beloved characters. It's postmarked December 2, 1977, with an Anaheim cancel and a nine cent right of people peaceably to assemble Capitol Dome postage stamp, got number 1591. I assume they visit the park on Thursday, December 1, 1977, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The weather was a high of 83 and a low of 53. It's addressed to Mr. and Mrs. Hugh McFarlane of South Harpswell, Maine. It reads Hi there. Surprise! After seven years, we finally got Bob off the farm, here on a seven-day trip that includes San Diego Zoo and Space Museum, here and the Robinsons in Cambria. Dear friend, formerly from Ludlow, he now has terminal cancer. Hope you are both well. Alan has another son, Ethan. Love, Bob and Lou Lyons. Another great early Disneyland book I received is called Presenting Disneyland Forgotten Photos from Opening Day by Aaron H. Goldberg. This also has a foreword by Bob Kerr. Flipping through the pages, there are some amazing color photos of the opening day of Disneyland, along with some brief snippets from newspapers reporting on the new park. There are also some brief descriptions and historical information about some of the photos. I've personally watched the opening day of Disneyland on the Disneyland television show multiple times, but seeing some of these color photos really brings a new life to its opening day. This book is an amazing resource. Many times I've had to go through and search through my personal photo collection or some photo collections online, which I've mentioned before like davelandweb.com, to see where some of the original park structures, show buildings, and landmarks were in the early days of Disneyland. This book has many odd angles of the park that show great detail of how close or far apart things were. I'm also impressed that some of the additional photos that were not from opening day are included and noted as not an opening day photo. The next book on my to-be-read list is Windows on Main Street, 35 Years of Creating Happiness at Disneyland Park by Van Arsdale France. It includes it forward by Dick Nunes. This book is centered around Van Arsdale France, the founder of the Disney University. He worked for the park from 1955 through the early 90s. It will be a challenge to figure out where to put this on my bookshelf, either in my Disneyland section or in my section of Disney management books. The final book I received for Christmas is called Disneyland on the Mountain, Walt the Environmentalist, and the Ski Resort That Never Was by Greg Glasgow and Katherine Mayer. This book covers a lot of the history of trying to add a Disney theme park called Mineral King to Sequoia National Park, including some of the story of Walt and the Disney Company overseeing the Olympics opening and closing ceremonies in Lake Tahoe. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has a fox in a red sweater and a bear in a green sweater decorating a Christmas tree. It's postmarked December 18, 2023, with a German cancel and two postage stamps, an 8-euro Deutschland stamp with two red squirrels holding an acorn with two trees behind them and a gemstone heart in the middle, and a 10-euro island and water stamp with a message in a bottle, a seahorse, and another fish. It reads... Wish you and your lovely ones a Merry Xmas. Best wishes and a winter full of magical moments. Ellie at Ellie's Postcard Swap. Thank you so much for the postcard, Ellie. I love the additional stickers and the Christmas Mickey Mouse washi tape at the bottom of the card. To me, Christmas is not over as I am still waiting for greeting cards to make it to their intended mailboxes. And because I'm still getting Christmas mail as late as now. I know international mail takes a bit of time, but the mail I sent in the beginning of December still hasn't made it from Knott's Berry Farm to Garden Grove or up here to Sacramento. We'll see how long it takes. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be helpful to share your favorite episode to a friend or on social media. There are over 200 to choose from. It would also help to leave a 5-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com/sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard address to Sent from Disneyland, PO Box 44, Hood, California. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guests of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.